Hello everyone and welcome back to episode 4 of Young Married Life, the podcast with your host Shana and Craig. <laughs> Today we'll be sharing with you 10 top tips for wedding planning and we're going to talk about our own wedding planning journey and also share a little bit of our wedding day as well. Anyway, Shauna, how's your week been? How's your week been? Yeah, how's your week been? <laughs> Did I say how your week How's your week been? <laughs> how's your week been? My week has been okay, thank you. Good. Um, I mean, it could be better by just spending days with my baby, like how I used to on maternity leave, but mm. we've got to do what we've got to do. That's it. And earn that money. So hey. I'm back to work. Uh, and I just lived for the weekend to have some time with you and crew. Yeah, well, but you don't want to be living just for the weekend because obviously I mean, yeah. you've got to count every day and make the most of it. Absolutely. Mm. Right, so let's get right into it. So we're looking at the top 10 tips for planning a wedding. Am I right in saying that? Yes. Cool. Okay, so the first one on our list is uh, what type of wedding do you want? So you've got to think really carefully about what type of wedding you want between you. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, do you want it at your at home? So, as in, do you want it in your home country? Yeah. Do you want it abroad? Do you want a small, intimate wedding, or do you want a large soiree? <laughs> yeah, ours was ours was quite big. I would say ours was a big wedding. Yeah, I mean, we had what? Um, was we it had one hundred and twenty people at the sit, the sit down, down yeah. meal, and then we probably were touching about two hundred by the time it was the evening party yeah i don't know if you can hear that our little boy is Mm. he's just figured out how to stand up in his crib so Mm. we'll probably have multiple trips back and forth to lay him back down for bed so Mm. if you can hear any baby noises that's his attic yeah so consider the location so city um or area the venue and also the size of um sort of like the capacity the the amount of people that you want at the wedding Mm mm-hmm Tip number two we've got is to pick your date and season first and then to plan early. So you might not have a specific date in mind, but of course consider the month that you would like to get married um, and the season obviously being spring, summer, winter or autumn or fall if you're in America. Um, we had a just summer wedding. We got married August. on the 27th of August. Yeah. Um, so we were pretty much touching autumn, um, and we did actually hope for a boiling hot, sweltering day, but it rained that mm. day, didn't it? Well, it did rain. It wasn't bad. We just managed to get our photographs yeah. in the early afternoon. Uh, it was spitting a little bit, like drizzling, raining a little bit when we were having our photos done. Um, and then pretty much from 3pm onwards, it just gently continuously rained so thankfully we didn't plan anything that involved being outside but the photos turned out really nice based on that there wasn't too much sun was there yeah so there wasn't too much light and some of the pictures look kind of moody in a good way um but yeah of course if you want to try and have a nice day then obviously aim for around between may and august time and then if you obviously don't mind a winter wedding or you kind of like that as a theme then of course go for the early part of the year um, and also, I'm pretty sure it will be cheaper in some venues to book for the winter time as opposed to having it in the peak yeah. wedding season. I've, I went to a winter wedding actually in mm-hmm. 20, 2010. Yeah. Um, some friends of ours, oh, I, yeah. I knew them before oh, we yeah. met, 
and uh, yeah, it was really nice. It actually snowed on their wedding day. Wow. But it was, it was, it was pretty Lovely. good, to be fair. Yeah, so it was nice. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so the third tip is don't let family determine your venue <laughs> or guest list. Now, obviously, if you've got a close-knit family, mm-hmm. there's going to be a lot of people, extended family and friends that may want to be invited. Everyone and, will be yeah, very excited for you. Absolutely. And everybody will have an opinion on lots of different things which is fine it's really nice to share your wedding experience with your family but just make sure that you both keep yourself at the forefront yeah and don't let everyone get overexcited and then take over your plan and what yeah, you want definitely and i think you want to go to your own wedding and actually know who's there yeah. it's quite you find that you actually yeah. f- end up sort of like meeting new people new mm-hmm. family that you've never met in your life so yeah. yeah it's nice to just kind of have a an inkling as to actually who's turning up mm-hmm. yeah it's true on our wedding day um my family my side of the family is a lot smaller um and Craig is from a very big family with lots of extended people from the family. So I remember that on my on our wedding day, I did spend quite a significant amount of time saying, hello, lovely to meet you. Thank you so much for coming. And obviously, it's it's nice to meet new people, but I did get kind of tired of it after about an hour. <laughs> mm. And then I just wanted to just chill out and enjoy the rest of the evening. Um, it is a, a very long day. Your wedding day is one of the longest days of your life. It goes very quick, but there's so much to like participate in. So it is nice when you know who's who and you can just kind of relax and mingle with people that you're really close to as well. Yeah. But then at the same time, having a big family, it's nice for people to be celebrating that day with yeah, you as absolutely. well. So there's, yeah. yeah, there's, there's I suppose, pros and cons, pros to, and cons to both yeah. sides. Yeah. So number four, um, Consider your bridal or groom's party very carefully. So by this we mean think carefully who you ask to be your bridesmaids and think carefully who you ask to be your best man and your groom's party. Um, I we mean... Had, we had this quite set in stone, didn't we? Really? Yeah, we uh, always I knew, knew yeah, who on. we wanted. Yeah. Um, we did have very, very close family members um, as our like bridal party uh, and groom's party. But yeah. um, people... I feel like you kind of get to that point as a bride. I felt that sometimes you'd feel like you're a bit of a burden asking people to do things. So by picking carefully, you pick people that generally do care about you and actually want to help you because, you know, sort of six months down the line of planning a wedding, you'll start to realise how much there is to do and consider. Yeah. And I think you it... need people around you who will be like, yeah, don't worry, I'll take that off your hands. Yeah, it needs to be the closest. To all the, the time. Yeah, the closest people to you, doesn't it? Yeah. Whether it be a best friend, sister, brother, or yeah, whatever. cousin, anything like that. Yeah. Um, as long as that person is supportive of you and is excited for you yeah. and happy to participate in your planning journey with you. Definitely. Yeah. And like you say, it doesn't have to be necessarily, not, not necessarily the bridesmaids and groomsmen but obviously there's mum dad mm. that can help and do different things as well so you sort of do need a little bit of a team in terms of yeah. the support around planning the wedding and mm-hmm. putting putting it all together yeah okay yeah so and then the next one is research venues um consider vat and ask what's included in regards to your um your venue um so obviously your expectations might be slightly different to what the venue can offer so really mm-hmm. get into detail as to sort of the general wedding logistics um, in, in terms of like what they'll allow you to have on site, yeah. um, what they'll 
do for you in terms of catering and all that type of stuff, decorating and all that kind of stuff? Mm-hmm. For example, uh, I think wedding uh, venues was something that we did very, very early. Yeah. On. I think pretty much two or three months after we got engaged, we were literally looking at um, venues. And uh, I had a long list of things that I wanted. I wanted bubbles, confetti. I wanted candles. At first, I wanted fireworks. And then afterwards, I kind of like had to, you know, be a bit more realistic with my list of things. Um, but one particular venue wouldn't allow confetti. They wouldn't allow candles. They wouldn't allow um, a sweets um, display table, which is something that I also wanted. And they expected us to finish the party by 12 a.m., and to tidy up afterwards. So we basically had a curfew of a certain amount of time where then we had to get out of the hotel. And I just thought to myself, you know, you have this amazing day, you, you know, I've celebrated and you want to get up, have your breakfast and just reminisce about the day and take it all in. The last thing you want is to be jumping out of your bed at seven o'clock in the morning after and having to sweep up and tidy up. Um, And I just didn't want that. So I we, we ended up finding a venue then that was a lot more lenient, let us have pretty much whatever we wanted, and then they tidied up afterwards. So yeah, definitely. That worked um, out. Yeah. At one point, I didn't probably go into in, in enough detail, but the cost. Yeah. Um. So obviously, depending on dates, as, as, as years go by, the prices start to climb a little mm-hmm. bit. So you really got to consider that. So I think we were planning to get married like two years after yeah. our engagement, but then we pulled it forward, didn't we? Because mm-hmm. um, we managed to get it for the price that we wanted to pay and, and i didn't want to wait <laughs> yeah and you didn't want to wait so yeah again trying to get him what, what she wants i didn't want to wait two years <laughs> to get married to you i wanted to do it the year after it well, was doable that's a compliment I guess. <laughs> but yeah so yeah do consider that make sure that you um you sort of know what you're paying and everything so yeah so tip number six we've put down look after yourself to limit stress and give jobs to family and friends towards the end of the day, towards the end and towards the actual day of the wedding. So obviously we touched on that when we talked about consider your bridal party. Um, yeah. But it is very important, especially, I mean, you were quite hands-on with the wedding. Like you did, in in average, men talk, like sort of t- take a back seat, really, yeah. don't they, with the wedding? Um, I think but, I'm quite, I'm a bit of a planner, aren't I? Yeah, I'd you like, like to, to know what's going things, on yeah. and plan yeah. and have something to do with everything, basically. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that but, in the nicest way possible. Yeah, but it's like, I think one of the things that really worked well for us is that we sort of, we had meetings with the people that we wanted to be part of it yeah. to help us. So we sort of designated tasks out. Yeah. So when you sort of like break them down into smaller tasks, mm-hmm. it becomes easier. It sounds so formal it's... saying we had loads of family meetings, but actually it just really helped to yeah. keep everyone focused and just be like, okay, we don't need to, you know, mess around with this. This needs doing, and he's doing by this date. If you'd like to help, that would be great. Yeah, and, and I think and, everyone, like that. and everybody, you know, got got stuck in, didn't they? Yeah, they did what they needed really to do. It, everybody yeah. had their jobs, and and they and they got it sorted yeah. out. So, it and the really... last thing you'd want is to be all stressed and wrinkly and watery eyed by the time it gets to your wedding day, and you just feel and look exhausted because you put that much energy into doing everything. So limit stress, make sure you try and do as many things as possible that you enjoy, that you can de-stress with, so that by the time it's a wedding day, you're just nothing but excited for it. Yeah. Number seven is don't try and please the guests before you please yourselves. Mm -hmm. So like at the end of the day, your wedding day is about you and your wife or your husband. Yeah. Like you just need to make sure that it's everything that you want. So 
again, going sort of like back to number number one, if your wedding venue is to go abroad, go abroad. Mm-hmm. If you want to do it in wherever you live, then absolutely do that. Just do what makes you happy. That's mm-hmm. the most important thing. Don't think about, oh, well, if I go abroad, I can't have Tom, Dick and Harry. Mm. Just do what you've got to do. Yeah, I think some in some cases you can get so consumed in everything that you need to get done that you do actually forget that the point of you getting married is because you love each other and you want to be like unified and joined and start your life together. Um, so yeah, it's important to just keep remembering that it's okay to be selfish and to keep you both at the forefront of everything. Yeah, definitely. I mean, to be fair, I'll I'll hold my hands up and say I sometimes can be a bit of a crowd pleaser. Yeah. And sometimes I will try and do things to kind of make you know, the people around me happy, which is important, mm. I guess. But sometimes I forget that, like, it's not about everybody else. Sometimes mm-hmm. there's certain decisions that are for you and for, and for you for you and your wife or you and your family. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I'd probably say I sort of learnt from that a little bit mm-hmm. um, in terms of planning. Yeah, I, did. I think there was one point where we were both getting quite stressed out. Um, I can't remember what about now, but there was a bit of, there was a time when you were getting a little bit flustered about something and I had to kind of just, be like look honestly if i need to just wear a white dress from top shop or whatever and we just go to a registry office and ma- get married like with nobody there then i'll happily do that because the point is that we want to get married to each other yeah. not because we want to please i think you just got to remember why you came to the decision of doing what you're doing you know you ultimately came to this decision because you love somebody and so yeah you made the decision to get married and the marriage is not about anybody else you know yeah um, a sub point as well is understand that things can go wrong on the day and be okay with that as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh my days. Like, yeah, things definitely do go <laughs> wrong on wedding days. Yeah. <laughs> we know about that. We know about that. <laughs> we can tell you a story on that one to be fair. Yeah. Um, yeah. So basically, <laughs> um, we got a videographer, um, that we booked. Um, it was the, the guy who did the engagement video for the cinema, the engagement. We can say that. Can we? Yeah. All right, okay, fair enough. I, I didn't know. All right. Okay, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll say it then. We'll say it then. I didn't we're not really going to name and shame. Yeah, we're not going to name it and was, shame. But the reason why we picked the, this person is because they were amazing. If we had a camera in the room, you'd see my face looking yeah. at Shana like, it's like we were, li- we're actually live on air. Like, I'm like, can yeah, you say that? Like, double taking each other. No, we can say that. Yeah, we fair can enough, say fair that. Enough. It was because the person that did your engagement video yeah. to me. Um, very talented was person. Very, very good. Yeah. But so, unfortunately, he totally forgot that um it was our wedding day day. um and for some reason didn't put it in his diary properly when Mm -hmm. i rang him he should have turned up at my house to um like you know take some do some videography of me and my my cousin and stuff like that my my, my granddad and um yeah he he just didn't turn up when i contacted him he was in uh another city quite far away Mm -hmm. from derby and yeah it um meant that he didn't turn up and a little so bit stressful to, just a tad and yeah. shana really likes video and photography oh, yeah. and i i was like man honestly it's, people have a list of things time. that are very important to them um like the dress might be really important to some people yeah. food might be important for some people for me videography and photography is everything because they're two things that i'm passionate about i make youtube videos i like them to be as best quality as i can get them and i also at that point in 2016 i was even more passionate about photography back then so i can take a good photo i'd like to say and um so those two 
services were very important to portray the day. Yeah, definitely. Me. Yeah. But thankfully, uh, my uncle came to the rescue. My yeah. uncle, actually, and my cousin, uh, yeah. my cousin, uh, James, who was my best man. Uh, they came to the rescue and sorted it out for us. Mm -hmm. So we did get somebody in the end. Um, you know, it wasn't obviously what we wanted because no. we planned it in a certain way and yeah. we knew how talented this this uh, this guy was. Um, but yeah, it was what it was. And But again, it didn't stop the day from going on. No, absolutely and we not. still had a fantastic day. We managed to, to, to mm -hmm. get through. And to be honest, I didn't it. even, I didn't notice. I think you... I think everybody had decided not to tell me because they didn't want me to get frustrated or stressed. But I think the only thing that I was a little bit stressed about in the morning was the fact that my hair might go frizzy because of the weather. Um, obviously, I'm mixed race, so I have Afro-Caribbean curly hair. So it was straightened and curled. Um, and I was more worried that my hair was going to get messy and the fact that I was on time to the, literally to the five minute of the hour I was like that strategic in having my breakfast, putting my makeup on, doing everything. So I was actually stressed that everybody else around me was going to be late. So if you'd have told me that the videographer hadn't turned up at that time, I don't think I would have actually been that bothered because I was more bothered about being on time to my own wedding. Yeah, well, I was stressed. I, I think I lost <laughs> a stone in about an hour. I mean, my suit didn't even fit me by the time I got in it because I was I was thinking this guy's not turned up, and yeah. like honestly, I was I was I was not happy at all. I think so. there's one photo where you can tell in your face, literally, like, like yeah. yeah, oh man, so stressed. But yeah, <laughs> like you say, you, you've got to expect that something may and usually does go wrong. Yeah. It usually does. So yeah. yeah, I mean, as long as everybody is healthy and happy and safe that turns up to your wedding, and as long as you have the rings. Yeah, that's pretty much not even really anything else that even if you ain't got the wings, just I don't know, get a bolt or something. Haribo, <laughs> yeah, Harry, <laughs> Haribo, just get somebody to go to the corner <laughs> shop and pick pick some Haribo. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, okay, so number eight, then I would say this one is for the ladies. Um, obviously, wedding dress shopping and getting like your bouquet, thinking about your shoes, that kind of thing. Um, I found that a very exciting time. Um, but I also, on the other hand, didn't want to spend too much time looking for a dress. I didn't want to stress myself out and not be able to find what I wanted. Um, but I will say that if you find a dress that you're completely in love with, you try it on and you keep thinking about it, I would just say buy it because the worst thing that can happen is that you fall out of love with it if you buy it a long time before your day and then but you can sell it on ebay or potentially give it back um and get a refund but if they're a bit funny about it you can just sell it um and then get another one but i would recommend if you see the dress and you think it's the one just go for it don't think about it just buy it yeah definitely and, and same goes for the guys really yeah. i'd say like um you know get get measured up relatively early if you're gymming it and you're putting weight on um, you know, take that into consideration as well, because mm -hmm. obviously, I think I was I was trying to bulk up at the time a little mm -hmm. bit, so you know, I, it it wasn't a great idea to get um, my suit measured necessarily too early, but yeah. I had to take into consideration that I might have been a little bit broader. So you yeah, know. that's that's a good point as well. <laughs> um, and yeah, I, and I'll add to that from a woman's pers perspective as well. Um, obviously, um, I wasn't really that bothered about my weight. Um, I actually think I was in better shape two years after I got married because I was properly gymming then. Um, so on my wedding day, I was actually like more average and less muscular then. Um, so, but I would say if you're thinking about losing weight, like to fit into your dress or whatever, 
do it very, very gradually. Like, don't give yourself yeah. too much pressure to, like, crash diet and drop two dress sizes um, because you might actually find yourself, like, reverting back to old habits yeah, before course. the day. So yeah. the last thing you'd want to do, crash diet, go down from a size 12 to a size 6. Yeah, do it naturally. And then, you know, then you're not fitting into your teeny tiny dress when it comes to the day. So gradually lose weight if that's what you want to do um and yeah if you if you find the one just go for it and make sure you try on lots of different styles of dresses um and don't buy too many magazines or look at instagram too much at models um i had a beautiful dress in mind uh but of course being five foot one i didn't suit it when i tried on that style of dress so um, obviously it looked amazing on the models and of all the pictures that are screenshotted from print, uh, from Pinterest and stuff. But then when I actually found the dress and tried it on, it made me look really stumpy like a little garden gnome. So mm. <laughs> I ended up having to have a dress style, which I actually turned around and said that I didn't want, but then that dress suited me the best. So um, yeah, definitely enjoy the experience of picking a dress and don't hesitate if you think you found the one. Yeah. And tip number nine, I think this is a really good one, is um, have some time out before the wedding. And when, yeah. I, when I, what I mean by that is like maybe seven to 10 days where you just do not discuss wedding. Mm-hmm. You don't do anything to do with your wedding at all. Yeah. Um, we sort of did that like for seven days. We didn't see each other for seven days and we didn't do anything <laughs> wedding. We actually had days. like we had a no contact order. Yeah. I love it. And that's the that's the the what would you call it the the police terminology yeah is no contact order you are not allowed at any circumstances <laughs> yeah. to talk to me yeah so, but i really like that obviously if you're in the uk i'm not sure if they do an american version of this program but if you're in the uk you may be familiar with don't tell the bride um and i loved that program back then and obviously i would never go on it because i'd want to have a little bit of say in my day um but i like the concept of then not speaking to craig for a little bit of time to then Help me to really reflect on what, you know, what step we were actually making together to make sure I had time to write my vows. But don't like... reflect too much. You, <laughs> people yeah, get we don't want to be changing your mind. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was nice to have that like alone time to just completely shut down, to focus, to write my vows like genuinely from the heart because I just had that time to just really think deeply about what I wanted to say. Um, and it was nice to like then to start to miss you a little bit yeah. and because um, obviously you will find that you'll fuss quite a bit during the wedding planning. I'm just going to be quite honest with you. Like you will have yeah, conflicting definitely. opinions. Absolutely. That's normal. Um, but having that. It's the first insight time, to what marriage could be like. Yeah, <laughs> of course. I expect there to be a bit of fussing um, during the planning and during your first year of marriage. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed that quiet time. And then obviously on the day, I was nervous for the day, but I was just, I think I was more excited though, to be fair. Like I just couldn't wait to walk down the aisle and see Craig again because it had yeah, been I, I was a week. I was really nervous. To was be fair, you? Yeah. Well, it's, you've uh, never done it before. So you do, you are a yeah. bit nervous. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's I was excited then, though because all I ever wanted was to be married and yeah. married to you. Yeah, yeah, no, I was excited, but nervous mm-hmm. because obviously all eyes are on you that day. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then, you know, like I'm not used to like, lots of eyes well i am from like music yeah i mean you used not to be in, in a band way. so yeah. you should but it's different when you when you're kind of sharing it between <laughs> yeah. uh, four of the people but like yeah and it's more on the formal wedding day. it's not it's not fun to start with it's very like straightforward formal, yeah. follow the regulations this is it happen. like when when we went into the church me my cousin and my my granddad i had my granddad and my cousin as my best men 
and like I walk down the aisle and like everyone's like standing up clapping and I'm like, like <laughs> mate, it was just the weirdest feeling ever, just like all eyes on me. So yeah, but it, it was still nice. When I was walking down the aisle, um, I I purposely bought um wedges so that I mean they sound so old fashioned now, but <laughs> they were nice. They were nice shoes, but I knew because I had that much tool and material going on in my dress that you couldn't see my shoes at all. So I bought wedges so that I could make sure that I was able to stand 16 hours and not have like horrible, like aching feet. Um, but my dad virtually pulled me down the aisle and I was scared that I was going to trip up in front of everybody. <laughs> and then the last tip, number 10, is just to enjoy the process as the yeah. day flies by. It does, it goes well quick, to be fair. Yeah, it's honestly a blur. Like you plan for, I mean, we we did it in a year. So we planned yeah. our whole wedding in just a year. Just over a year. Just over, and then we were married the following year. Um, but it's so much time and effort, and then it's just over in like twelve hours. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think the I think I mean you enjoy the process. The process is the hardest part. Yeah. But I would say, but make sure you enjoy the day. Yeah. Like Have as much fun as you can. Um, you know, just be, relax. Just like relax. everything. Like see it as as soon as you wake up on that day, it's just about getting married to your best friend, and just yeah. see it as okay. Everything's out of my hands now. What's done is done, and I'm going to enjoy my day. Mm. If you're thinking about oh, I haven't done this, I haven't done that, then you are gonna ruin it for yourself, and you're not yeah. gonna be able to relax. Yeah, definitely. But let me ask you a question, Shana. Do you would you have changed anything on our wedding day? Done anything different or? Truthfully, no. No. I don't think so. I mean, like you said earlier, we've never got married before, so we don't yeah. really know what to expect. Yeah, that's it. I think, in hindsight, I think the only thing that I potentially would have followed through with was to go abroad. Yeah. Because we I talked about that. Exactly yeah, we thing. talked about that quite a lot. Um, But because, you know, were we the first wedding for a long time? Like, you're the first of the cousins to yeah. get married, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it was really exciting. It was a big thing. Um. We had, I mean, even I hadn't been to a wedding for a long time. So mm -hmm. I think we did consider everybody else's like wishes and feelings a lot in our process. And yeah. I don't regret having a big wedding and having it in England. No, definitely but not. In hindsight, that's probably the only thing I'd do. Yeah. I'd probably maybe just get married abroad. Um, and then I would have like done a honeymoon and just flew straight to wherever we were going to go from that wedding. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think I have think, less people, so it's a little bit more intimate. Yeah. I think, obviously, what possibly stopped us was the fact that certain friends and family wouldn't have been, wouldn't able, have been to able to come. Yeah, so yeah. it's like, and you know, when you've got grandparents and yeah. stuff, and maybe some grandparents that can't fly or yeah. can't travel or as easy. people are nervous of flying. Yeah, you kind of think, yeah. like, it, does, it, it could feel a little bit selfish, but at the same yeah. time, yeah, I suppose it is a selfish thing. A marriage is about two people. You and your so, spouse, yeah. and that's it. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, I think we've hit some good points there, yeah. to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. I feel like we did mention, actually, if you've been keeping up with our podcast, um, we did mention, I think, in episode three that this one was going to be a question and answer session uh, on the first year of marriage. So what we're going to do is, obviously, this one will go live now, and then we will see if we can get that done for the next episode. So what we'll do is we will talk about our experience of with our first year of marriage yeah. and then we'll answer any questions that we get asked over on our Instagrams uh, and then have a discussion on what we're asked, basically. Yeah, definitely. I think that's going to be quite good. Yeah, I'm looking forward to yeah. that, actually. Yeah. So, yeah, no, thank you very much, guys, for listening. And um, so the next episode will be out next Thursday. Mm -hmm. Um, but in the meantime, have a great week and we shall speak to you soon. Bye. Bye.